Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, that's loyalty. And without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I think you may have something here. Weird deal. So I got home from the game last night, and the wife has been ill. And she was watching one of the old Jurassic Park movies. The original? Vince Vaughn was in it. That's not the original. No, I don't know which one it was, but it was old, and Vince Vaughn was tall and skinny. It was a weird deal. Are you sure it wasn't Swingers? Sounds like Swingers. What movie? You don't know the name of it? The Lost Island or The Lost World or... Yeah, and he was he was like the the sidekick of the guy from Independence Day. Which guy from Independence the Day? Guy Will who, Smith? No, the uh, scientist. Jeff Goldblum. The he's scientist. talking about. Oh, he's talking about Jeff Goldblum. I have no the idea what movie who, you're talking about here. Wow. His wife. It was the Jurassic the Park you never saw, and I never saw it because it looked like it sucked. Yeah, that's I, the one he's talking about. I'd never seen it. Oh, the, okay. Yeah, yeah they, I don't. I don't know that. One Ross, of the Ross sequels. Peterson in today, folks. Hey guys. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't sound Sorry, like Nick. weird. Weird start to the podcast. I know, but um. So it anyway, just came to me. It was because I love Vince Vaughn. He's one of my all-time favorite comic guys. Comedic, com- comedic com- actors. Yes, thank you, Ross. <laughs> and C- comedians. I yeah. You know, I'm sitting at the kitchen table working, <laughs> and I keep hearing like Vince Vaughn, and I, I was like, "Holy crap! He's on Jurassic Park." It didn't even look like it. We talked about this in our house the other day, Chris. You'd have liked this. Uh, Four Christmases is one of the most oh. underrated Christmas oh, movies. Oh, I love it. Like, it never gets mentioned. Robert Duvall, the scene when they go back to oh, his house. Oh, dude. The, the best scene is when he's playing uh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is he like? Give me this baby. Swaddle that baby. Yeah. I shall swaddle it. Ba- yeah, whatever it is. It's brilliant. And Dwight Yoakam's the pastor. Yeah, yeah. He kicks into character oh, and he starts... That is a good scene. Yeah. I, 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 I love how, like, and then they leave, and he's sitting there, like, when they're driving home, and he's just overanalyzing, like, what he could have done with the part <laughs> to make it more powerful. God. But that's, that, plays, that's what you and Sipker used to do back at Iowa State. No, I didn't what, like it. What should we have done? I've never liked Sipker. You act like I hung out with him. Um, I avoided him at all costs. You guys do have an interesting relationship on social media. That's for sure. Uh, it's not on social media. It's the real thing. Okay. Got it. Actually, the Sipker deal is a whole whole deal. The better scene, by the way, in that movie is when they're playing Password, and uh, yeah, John John Favreau and his wife are nailing it, just like oh yeah, really innocuous clues, just nailing it, and he's totally indifferent to it. That's the best scene in the movie. That's a good one. Yeah, but, I I agree with you, Chris. The wrestling when uh, 
uh, when John Favreau's oh. wearing the affliction T-shirt and just beats the crap out of Vince Vaughn. <laughs> and he, uh, and Vaughn, Tim McGraw is the other yeah. brother there. That's it's an amazing cast. Vaughn gives uh, Tim McGraw's kid an Xbox, and there's a $10 limit. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know about the ten dollar limit. To be honest, isn't it funny on a on a podcast you can talk about a movie that's ten years old? Yeah, oh, and like, like, it's, right. like you saw it last night. I just love Robert Duvall though. He's like, "Hey, you say I don't get enough channels? What's wrong with it? Am I? What, how much is this going to cost me a month?" What's he? He says something about his underwear in that scene too. Something about touching his underwear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I there, do. That movie is um, its an underrated movie. There's constant stuff in that movie totally that's really agree. good. It is. Do we need to tell the crowd what we're drinking here, by the way? Apparently, it's a big deal. I did not I came, know this. I came into the studio. I tried telling you this. Apparently, we, I don't listen to you. Let me you. have a sip of it. Because I, I didn't get it. We're like mid-conversation with, with something, Chris. I was sitting in the chair that you're in right now, and I looked across at the cooler mm. Mm. And I saw Bourbon Counties from Goose Island sitting on yeah, the top this shelf. Is really high it's, end. it's sitting right next to Coors Light. Now, it like stopped me mid sentence. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. Why do you have Bourbon County sitting in your fridge over there? And and they're all like, what? Is that a big deal? Does that mean something? It's a g- huge deal. I said, guys, it is legitimately. Well, it was, it was it was given to us as a gift, and I just thought, oh, that's nice. Someone brought us some beer. It's yeah. legitimately one of, if not the best beers in the world. Ross is, is telling me that he thinks, really he thinks we could get twenty five dollars a bottle for that. I don't believe them, but I don't know either. What, like, How about this, Mark? It, you, I, I promise you this. Look flags? it up right now. See what Bourbon County 2014. On eBay? Am I looking at eBay? Sure, here? sure. Just Google Bourbon just, Bourbon County I, 2014. See what you can buy a bottle of that for. I bet if you sent a text out to Matt and Chris, they'd put a bid up for that. They, I, those, right they'd now. come and buy those two bottles from Mark for oh, 50 yeah. bucks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I can't totally do it. It's a, it's a it's a gift. Boys. What's your 2014 bottle sell for? So just an idea of what your investment is here. You could sit that uh, bottle. First one I saw was 44. 44? 55? Oh, an empty bottle's on here for 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> empty bottle for $55? Oh yeah, these are empty. Yeah, so you can keep this bottle that's empty. Wow. Now, see, I have like a glass cutter at home. So I would I'd cut this and then make a little glass out of the bottom of that because it's in the, the bottles engraved. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I see that. Um, Not a but bad you idea. could just keep that with the tab on it, the 2017 marker, and in a couple of years, that's a fifty dollar. What do you What do you use if you do that <laughs> to make a, a cup? How do you uh, soften the edges? You have there's sure. a sanding uh, a sanding tool that comes with the kit. Have you done this? You sound like someone that's done this before. Well, I've got it for Christmas a couple of years ago. It's called the Gorilla Gorilla Glass Cutter or something like that system. It's kind of cool. So, Chris, you you are a beer guy, self-proclaimed lover of Bush Light. You've you've now had this. You drank it. Your honest thoughts. Oh, I love it. Is I, it, I love Bush Light, but I also like the other stuff. How does it Ross rank and I against the pumpkin this. beers that you like, though? Oh, uh, I would take this. Okay. This is this is a treat. The pumpkin beers are all like kind of the same at the end of the day. There's ones that are much better than the others, uh, and you can go and read the power rankings to see. <laughs> It's chronicled. Cyclonefanatic.com. Yeah. It's chronicled by the year. You're um, on You're on the website. I actually, fine. I didn't pin them down. I have them all in a notepad. I just have to put the rankings out. But, no, I would – I love this stuff, man. The The barrel-aged type beers are my favorite. So this is, my, this is only the, available, by the way, in Illinois? No, 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 no. You, okay. They do – the distributor does send this out, and they've – uh, continued to kind of increase the production because they know the demand for it is off the charts. Yeah. So they know they can sell a bunch of it. But, uh, yeah, they it does get delivered to hy and Pleasant Hill and, and around central Iowa. But 
the beer geeks and you I mean beer geeks are It'll like be anything else immediately though. beyond passionate. Yeah. They're waiting in line. Mark, there are Twitter accounts that are basically the Goose Island beer truck guys. And then people will follow the beer truck literally. They know exactly when it's going to be delivered. And multiple people are waiting in line for the guy to unload this stuff. See, I'm not that diehard. It feels a little bit like Templeton Rye, but I feel like that buzz died off. That was like, oh, my God, there's a case of Templeton Rye or a bottle of Templeton Rye at the Target in Altoona. Go get it. And so, now it seems like that stuff just kind of sits on the shelf. Yeah, I I think that uh, the story of that, it's a great it, – it, first of all, rye whiskey is just a rarity anyway. It's not a real common thing. Yeah. So I think if you like rye whiskey, then Templeton is obviously your thing. And I think the story of that was what made that such a great success story for a while, that – that entire story, we're all familiar with it. Yeah. I'm not saying, not that I don't love the product, but again, rye whiskey is a pretty niche thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the story helped it get outside of that market, and now what you're seeing is probably that, that comeback. Come, but dude, coming down to again, we're talking about them. They're not struggling. I mean, they just built no. the brand. They're doing well, and that's a great Iowa Iowa product. So. I, I love Templeton Rye, but the... I, I I have a hard time with just the regular kind now because they've come out with the six year, and the six year just puts the other kind of shame. Does it really? Yeah, I it's, noticed it's when so I was much, at um, and now they have like a single barrel. Or yeah, that, yeah, when I was at Mad Meatball, they had like three different bottles. Yeah, up. They had the single I, batch and the. I haven't done the single batch yet, but I should buy one because I. The the six year is exponentially better than the. You like uh you like Templeton? No, no, I'm, I'm not. No, Mark, Mark prefers milk. <laughs> Yeah, if I had to rank my drinks in order of choice. What is your favorite alcohol? Um, I like gin and tonics, for sure. Okay. I like Moscow Mules. I mean, I'll drink either one of those. Okay. Um, uh, Hendrix, as you can see. we got a bottle of Hendrix up there. Is there something about clear? Uh, probably. Probably. Um, I, th- this is my opinion. We talked about this before. People that like drink scotch, straight scotch. And talk about how great it is, and just I love it. I drink it every night. I immediately think they're a liar. I can't trust the word it's they an say. A, but, it's an acquired but, taste. That, that's, Wait, that's disgusting. How, but look at it like this, man. Like all these different things, examples we've had lately. Chris and I talk about this a lot. Like Yanni and Laurel, or the blue dress and the gold dress, or whatever. So you're saying their taste buds are simply different than mine. I absolutely what yes. I would say. Very, Dude, I think that, I think that I believe that our eyes and our ears are the yeah. exact same. That like we don't see red the same way. We all, I mean, I really believe that, that our eyes, yeah. and I think that's what black holes are, is we're not, our eyes can't process well, I, certain free, light frequencies. Yeah. I don't and disagree like with that. you. Like, a, I just, a good one that jumps to mind for me is uh, heat, okay? Yeah. Um, if, if I go to Buffalo Wild Wings, I get the sweet barbecue, okay? And people say, oh, just, you know, get the mild. You don't even taste the mild. Well, if I get the mild, to me, it'll, one, be hot, and two, it'll physically hurt. Yeah. So, like, there's something jacked with my taste buds that I cannot handle spicy or hot at all. It's not, oh, you're a puss. No, it physically hurts. Maybe there's something more to, evolved to, to do it. with your taste buds. I right? mean, very seriously, well, maybe your, maybe your I, taste buds are you're more like, advanced. Oh, it's, it's buffalo. It's buffalo chicken. You know, it's like, oh, it's great. No, I can't do it, dude. I'll, I'll be tell uncomfortable you, eating that. On the um, whiskey thing, though, the scotch, Yeah, I can tell you firsthand about how you, there's an evolution of that. And how it becomes an acquired taste. Because when I, when I had Cam- when when we had Cameron, Adam Gray brought me a beautiful bottle of Scotch, mm-hmm. and we opened it up in the 
hospital, and I thought it was disgusting, okay? But this is like a $100 bottle of scotch that he brought me. There's no okay? question that someone gave that to Gray, by the way. He didn't, he didn't spend the money on that. <laughs> I, well, I, listen, I've heard some really impressive things about Gray. I know you yeah. get sh- crap on the guy all the time, <laughs> but anyways. Impressive, like what? He's the king of schmooze? What do you, what do you got over there? Regardless. I, I it like was, the man, okay? It was around that time when I was starting to get into bourbon. Yeah. And I was starting to really kind of collect bottles of bourbon. Ross has seen my alcohol collection. I have way too much of it in my basement. But I like to just have whatever on hand, right? And it's amazing now, like, where I drink a couple of glasses of bourbon a, a week. That's about it. But the stuff that I loved four years ago, now I'm kind of like, eh. And now I've kind of evolved to the point where I love a glass of scotch, where yeah. four years ago I couldn't drink it. Like, I couldn't even like, – your palate just evolved. When you say like, a glass, it, though, are you talking like just a little bit? Oh, it just – People don't pour a, a lot. Cup, a couple of shots. Yeah, and like I – see, I used to like it on the rocks, and I still do, but now I want one ice cube tops, and I, or I like it Do you neat. drink it before bed? A lot of people seem yeah. to drink it. Late. I like it before bed. You were talking about the movie Sideways before we yeah. started recording here, before Chris got here. I think wine's the same way. You know, yeah. when you are when you're 19, 20 years old, like my dad made wine. And so the thing to do in high school was when we were going to a party, we'd steal a bottle yeah. of dad's homemade wine. Yeah. And we found out over time that that was pure garbage. Yep. Just absolute yep. garbage. But that started like the wine process. I had a buddy that worked in the wine industry for a little while. And so we evolved into drinking better wine. And yeah. I felt like my palate got yeah. better and better as... You, you could distinguish. I wouldn't have been able to drink that Bourbon County seven here's, years ago. Here's something right. interesting about the taste buds. Again, you brought up wine. Um, so, so this tells me, okay, something is jacked up with with my taste buds and, and how my tongue reacts to things. If I drink, have you ever had canker sores? You get them from orange juice and other yeah. stuff like that? If I have a glass of red wine, like I'll get that on the towards the back of my tongue and, and my speech Ugh. will start to sound like that. Yeah. Like it's a reaction, a physical reaction to something in that in that wine or something that's hot, same same type of thing. Can't do it. So, yeah, I, but I I think I save myself a lot of money by I not think drinking that your wine. Hot though. thing like the 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 spice of foods. That's a really good one because everybody's way different on that. You can I mean I have friends that can eat that stuff and they're pouring sweat mm-hmm. and it's like man if I ate something that was that was giving me the sweats I'd be uncomfortable. Yeah. I'd be in physical pain like you're talking about. I was reading something recently about that. Then you got to poop it. Yeah, it, well, about that and why and why people do it. And I don't remember the specifics of this, other than when you do something with that extreme heat, like these wing challenges and stuff, it it literally releases dopamine in your brain, and it's the, it's the same thing as taking a hit of something. It really is. It's wow. like there's a pleasure thing that gets released. Well, I believe as that. your body is trying to battle that Again, intense heat. We're all different. Tattoos. Yeah, my wife has. 20-something tattoos. Mm-hmm. I mean, she gets some sort Any of... Any of you on yeah. that body? Any RPs? No. Here's, the, here's a funny story, though. When we very first started dating, we were dating like six months, and she probably had eight or nine tattoos at the time. And her friend calls me one day, her friend Tony. She's like, Ross. Yo, Tony. Well, yeah, she was Italian, but she was yeah. a cute little girl. Oh. It wasn't... It oh, wasn't... Okay. Hey, Tony. Yo, Tony. Yeah, it was cute little Tony. And she called, and she's like, Ross... I don't know how to tell you what just happened. Aaron just got a tattoo. I was like, oh, okay. Well, she's got like 10 of them. No big deal. Yeah. She's like, yeah, but she got a tattoo of your name on her breast. <laughs> and I'm not like, I didn't know how to react to it. It's real. And I said to her best friend, I was like, Tony, 
I'm probably going to break up with her <laughs> if she did this. Like, that's, that's just stupid. Yeah. And she started laughing, and she's like, would you really break up with her if she'd done that? And I knew it was a joke at that point, yeah. right? Yeah, But it was, at that I was like, I, she could get, she has, her, she, has, she has Eli's name, her next tattoo, she, well, she just got one here on her arm, which is like, um, it shows, it's like a pregnant woman with a baby in her belly. Okay. And there's yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting tattoo. You have to see it, is but it's like it's like one continuous line. Well, because she's been a mother, okay. so that she has Eli's name. Oh, is this like a Greek with symbol? a crown? Not a Greek symbol. Oh. No, no. It looks kind of like a music note in a way. She's a huge, she's a big musician. My wife is a okay. fantastic clarinet player. I was yeah. dating a girl who got a um, Chinese symbol tramp stamp, and I broke up with her. Did you see the <laughs> Ariana Grande Chinese tattoo? No. So Ariana Grande she has an album. Palm. Yep, has an album called Seven Circles. Yep. And so she went to a tattoo artist and had a tattoo done right on the inside of her palm, top of her palm, like right oh. at what yeah, her, sounds, the inside of her knuckles. That would be whatever painful. you call that, where your callus is built if yep. you're a man, right? Yep. She got she and it said it's three Chinese symbols that she thought said seven circles. Turns out that those three Chinese symbols actually translate to Small Chinese barbecue. <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> or, or it's like it's like Chinese charcoal grill is the three <laughs> things that it. I don't It'd be a really painful place to get a tag. And and she claims that's why she got it there because the guy told her that would be the most painful place and she wanted to experience really? it. That's why my wife like, dude, she has one along the the side oh on the God. bottom of her foot. That'd be horrible. On the like the very I think base, that would, like tickle. Almost. Dude, it's like thirty tattoos. It's a bunch of musical notes. Wow. Along the base of her foot. You know what would be awesome tattoo? She has a rain music. she has a rainbow tattoo over her toe. You would appreciate this. Musical notes. You need to get the musical notes from uh, the Goonies when they have to play the bones. Oh, that's good. That that would be a good one, right there. That's I bet a good some one. of those uh, local elementary band teachers have good musical tattoos. Yeah, Nick's sitting at the table. He didn't have a mic. You heard about that? Himself. Yeah, we'll tell you about that later. Nick offended everybody a couple weeks ago. Why? What do you do? Wanting to get rid of the arts in schools. He's he's not a fan of bands in grade school. Yeah, well, yeah. it does seem to me. I mean, I'm not. We're just I, I, under the bus. I don't have to know the argument himself. here, but it does seem to me like the type of thing that if a parent wants to get their kid involved in, they could get their kid involved in. No, it's the, that it, it, like when it's, we talk it, about it's the peer pressure thing though. Yeah. When we he, talk he, about he baseball, like, how come we don't like have elementary Nick, Nick, school baseball? How old's your what grade's your son? Fifth grade. He feels like in fifth grade, every, you have to do it, or else you're a bad parent, and your kid's the only one not doing oh, it. Oh, there's a total. Pe- he, guys, he's right about this. There's a peer pressure element to all of this stuff. Yeah, especially inside the schools. You're absolutely right about it, Nick. But the, would, here's the problem, though, with Nick. He's 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 too he's too soft on this stuff. I told him. I said, if you're gonna be on the forecast, people are gonna not like you from time yeah. to time. Yeah, you're gonna. And say he got some all. He got all. Impossible. He got all like, oh, I think I went too far. And <laughs> somebody, somebody's mad at me now. And I'm like, dude, you 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 gotta Listen, grow some thicker skin to be uh, able to okay. do this. Let me let me. This is how it's done. Reading, writing, arithmetic. Those are the three things that we need to make sure that every kid has the basics on. Okay, uh, paint by number. Paint by number. We don't. My kid does not need to be wasting time when he should be knowing the capitals of 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 of. of States and then trying to figure out at some point in time eco- economics. Okay, Maryland. Th- th- I'm totally with Nick on this. Giddy up. Yeah, we can play that. That's something I'm. We can play the capital game. Uh, well, do you know fun. all fifty? Like hell, hand, no. hands down. No, right, I'll pull up I, I know close. I 
I'll pull up the capital. No, you I wouldn't know all fifty. I, by I, I'll give you. Shot. I'll give you guys a few. I'm we do my, this. The only reason finish, I finish your finish your point. Only reason I'm good with this because I do it with my son a lot. No, I and I'm again. I'm not against the arts. I have an aunt that is an arts teacher that taught music, and uh, my uncle is in the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra, and he's Mensa smart. He's a genius. Yep. It's like so, Tom Herman. Yeah, Tom Herman esque. So I am. Uh, well, he doesn't. He's not a swinger and doesn't go out and, you know, do other things. But my uncle's a – Shots fired. The, you know, Great guy. Zach, Zach Smith being your source. I mean, come on. The, I mean, the Zach Smith Twitter feed, you can't, you I can't believe, take I it believe, to a, I believe Zach Smith. You're right about that. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have that, that, that as my only source. This is not Luckily, a, I don't. This is, uh, a, this is not a guy who – Yeah, I, I, I believe Zach Smith. So, anyway, I, did, I'm, I would go with Nick on this, guys, that – this is something that we have it, – it is a – we're pandering to a specific group of people that have a special interest. When they are constantly telling us about how important it is for every kid to be exposed to the arts and so distinguish between a Picasso and so a on, whatever. Should we not have like a school baseball team then? In high, Chris, this is the point. In high school, we do have a school baseball team, right? Yeah. In elementary school, you have a, a school art team. Well, you, in you're, you're, you are. Uh, I get what you're, you're saying because you're, it's, it's like city league when it's you're at mandated that. that my kids spend time in art class, art class. and in, mu- and in music class. Considered to be in middle school because like He's middle school fifth, starts. Fifth grade in, is elementary. Ross, would you be okay if Eli would would be able to abstain from paper mache day? In art class. hundred percent. So if instead of that, Mark, they were doing like Mandarin Chinese is taught at Central Campus and taught at the downtown school for elementary school kids. Why the hell aren't we doing that instead of and I'm not I don't know that there is a value to it, but there there's more. I I I do think there's more value to it than this. And again, as far as the arts and the music go, this is something we've pressed onto our kid. He has a piano in his room. He gets a musical instrument every year for Christmas or his birthday. Sure. So don't paint me as a guy that's anti-arts. Pianist. It's just something that I think it should be on an individual basis for the parents. And if we're going to do the collective education thing, let's focus it. My school theory is is an easy one. I agree with you. Uh, up to a certain age, and the age is debatable, it's called middle school. Uh, it is important to have some fundamentals. And those fundamentals are uh, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. It's being able to calculate percentages. Mm-hmm. You don't use like, a lot like of that fractions. stuff. Like, like a tip. Yep. Um, I, I don't think, this is my opinion. Your cell phone will do that. A lot, here, no, here's no, my I'm, opinion. I'm here's Mark my opinion. This. A lot of people <laughs> might disagree. A lot of people might disagree. I don't want to have I don't this conversation think, again. I don't think in a practical sense... Neither that, does that, our audience, that math, trust me. That math needs to go beyond algebra and maybe not even to algebra at all. You need to be able to function in the world with math. You need to know uh, the history of our country and how we got here. World history is important, too. And all of that. Yes, yes. Um, some, some fundamental science. Mark's a nationalist, though, some, so he yeah, doesn't care about so, the rest. Yeah, the rest of the world can screw up. The, some, some, <laughs> some science... But then it's real world stuff. If you're after not, that, if right? you're not born in the U.S., Mark doesn't give a crap let's, about you. Let's teach. Let's <laughs> teach about about uh, credit card interest and the oh, damage dude. of that. Let's teach about about uh, mortgages. Mark, you guys just do like an education podcast. Mark, somewhere. you but love this. But when I go talk to this, when I go talk to the East High students at, at, at like the seniors, one of the things I ask at the very beginning of uh, of my talks. Who knows what credit card interest is? Who's not a single hand? Seniors in high school that are probably months away from being from solicited debt 
for, for solicited for these things, yeah. they have zero idea what the impact is that it's going to have on their lives. I just heard a debate, and I don't, I don't agree with the term immoral, but somebody had said it's immoral to allow 18-year-olds to that have that have zero income and zero promise of income hmm. to take on massive debt, which is college debt. 100%. Right? It's immoral to do that. Well, immoral is too strong of a word. And I, and I, and I agree with you. I don't, I don't like that word either. But it's foolish, but it's also fail-safe. It's, the, the reason they borrow the money or win the money is because you can't bankrupt your way out of that. You're going to get the money back. You have you guys to know that Gronk back. has like a serious girlfriend? <laughs> what? Did you see his? Did you see what happened with him yesterday, dude? He got caught up in the Me Too thing. Oh, sixty. Yes, yeah, he's sixty-nine. Him his way into that. No, is I'm that just, what you're I'm kind of reading about a bunch of this stuff right now. All right, Ross. I I, I didn't want to get off capital because I'm going to quiz you guys. But before, oh great, more trivia. Jeez, is, man, what is anti, your deal today? Anti trivia. He doesn't get why anyone likes trivia. Give the, give the kid a sip of Bourbon County, and all of a sudden the angry comes out. In <laughs> the only reason I do size house of trivia is because of the alcohol and it's good networking. Before, before, that, and it's so much fun. Yeah. But you don't spend a minute at our table. Yeah, like during I'm networking. The, when, you're talking. You're bullshit. That's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think if I'm invited back this year, we'll we'll win. It's a big if. We're fine. We're finally gonna win. So we've been saying that for a while. It's just how not close ha- have we come, man? Yeah. My brother's been kicked off the team. I'm breaking news <laughs> to my brother right now. He's been a little saucy on his online takes. Oh, no. So he's got to just calm down. He's got to mend. He's got to mend fences. If with we Bloom. could just get Bloom to do like the other teams and cheat for us and get us <laughs> yeah. the answers or questions beforehand. Be a hell of a lot easier. All right, before we do Capitals, though, because you got to tease. I would trivia. say won a Big Twelve game by uh, twenty-five we'll, we'll, last yeah, night. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's yeah, whatever. So <laughs> trivia is coming, but I want Ross's take because Ross has good takes on stuff. <laughs> uh, we're to the point where it's no longer speculative, Ross. Um, legal sports betting is coming to Iowa. There's no question about it. I want your pros and cons on this. I want the Ross Peterson take. I mean, on legal sports betting, uh, you know, the, is there really a debate at this point, though? Like, there's a, there's a debate whether it's good or bad, not whether it's coming. What's, I don't. I don't. Like, what's the bad? There are, but there are negatives to it, Chris. And I don't know that it's necessarily even a debate. I think there are obvious things, and we always talk about this, dude. That there, the real answer and the truth is always somewhere in the middle between these two crazy extremes. One obviously being that it's totally safe and fine and there's all these great benefits to it. And the other one being there's no benefits to it and it's all social harm. Prairie Meadows has done amazing things for our community. Most charities, I don't want to say all, most charities, nonprofits that exist in Des Moines benefit from Prairie Meadows. They cut amazing amounts of checks, not just back to the county, but to nonprofits all over Iowa. So they help out a bunch with the profits that they are pulling in. And so there's, there's benefits to having gambling. I think that that increases Prairie Meadows stature in the community. I know a lot more guys that are going to go out there to bet on sports or we'll do it through, we'll, we'll somehow yeah. be involved with Prairie Meadows yeah. than they are right now. You'll have to go out there one time and put money up. into it. Right. Account, and right. then you can have like your app. And, and so that, that opens it up. You like know where it will be fun though? Certain times, maybe it's a Super Bowl, maybe it's World Series or March Madness. If they do the sports book right, and it sounds like it's going to be pretty good, decent size, yeah, that will you're going to have times where a lot of people are out there just to enjoy the atmosphere yeah. of the games. Now, the, but the negative side of it, Chris, I mean like, and I, I don't think any of this is I don't think that we could legislate any of this stuff away, okay? But anytime you open up something like this, man, you're going to get people that abuse it to the point of 
harming themselves, their families, and possibly their communities. So, but again, that that's not enough reason yeah. to say we're not going to do this because those people that have those destructive behaviors are probably going to find some avenue exactly. to destroy their lives. That would be anyway. my point. They're going to be at the slot machine. But They're the, going to be an alcoholic. They're but that be- argument still exists that we that doesn't mean we should provide as many avenues as possible for them to do this. So again, the answer is somewhere in the middle. Like, open it up. Let's benefit from this. Let's help Prairie Meadows get more money because they're helping out the community. But at the same time, let's be aware that there is a potential downside to this. I don't know and, how much Prairie Meadows is actually going to make on it from what I've been reading well, because they're well, hiring no, no, that William Hill. No right. sports books make a lot of money off sports betting. They but make money, but it pales in pull comparison the people to in. everything else. Yeah. Absolutely. The idea, it's like anything else. It's a lost leader, right? You're yeah. going to pull them in and get more bodies in, and you're going to expose – that pr- every time that guy has to open that Prairie Meadows app, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna yeah. be reminded that Prairie Meadows is a thing. How much fun he has with Prairie Meadows! It's a yeah. constant advertising reminder in every guy's well, it, pocket. It, it, don't get me wrong; it's a profit center for them. They're gonna yeah, make no, money. Uh, yeah, but I, not, not you're saying not like world changing amounts. Yeah, of money. I've just from what I've understand, like that they've partnered with William Hill, who is one of the leading yeah, um, sports book managers in the world. Yeah, right. And from what I understand, like that's where most of the like risk and reward will be going to. But it's just like a like William Hill will pay Prairie Meadows for the rights or something like. I don't know all the specifics of it. No doubt, Prairie Meadows is going to make at some point. Yeah, I just absolutely. I don't think it's like life changing, altering money. And I, but but like I said, it's not necessarily lost leader. They're not losing money by doing this. No, they're going to make them. They're going to make dime. This is totally different than like when you hear like, oh, Vegas made five billion dollars this year on sports betting or something like that. It's not going to be well, Chris. You're going to take the Iowa market and you're probably going to split it three or four ways. Yeah, because. Wild Rose Casino is going to jump into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wild Rose Harris. will get that northwestern part of kind of even the metro area, right? Altoona will own everything probably from Des here Moines. over to Cedar Rapids, yeah. I would think. And then, I, I mean, I don't even know. I'm not a casino guy. Are there Harris casinos? is over Oh, there's something over by Iowa City, isn't there? Yeah, the, the one in Clinton. There's a Wild Rose. Oh, okay. So there's, they'll get the eastern part of the And then there's, the there's another one in um, Emmitsburg. Emmitsburg has a Wild Rose. Yeah. And then, um, oh, yeah, I don't know about that. But there's one in Cedar Rapids or in that area. Yeah, okay. Because I went to a bachelor party well, there. That'll be, I don't remember what it's called. So they'll get that, you know. What's ridiculous is the kind of the holier than thou take the NFL has when they act like they're opposed to sports betting. The, sports betting draws so around. much attention yeah, to, the, to, absolutely. to any it's sport. Ca- it's kind of what fantasy football was 20 years what, ago. What keeps fans tuned in when the game is basically over? It's it's the line. You know, It's like they're up 15 with two minutes left in the game. It's but so the, much the more, line is 12. You know, you stay tuned in the whole time. It's just so like much that. more mainstream than it was, too. Mark, remember when we started doing our show and – I was talking about lines, and it was kind of taboo at that time. Like, think about yeah, how a far years ago. You're think right. about how far it's come in four years. Mark, I think this is a this ties into a conversation we had previously, and I've thought about this a lot. I there's an anxiety that comes with gambling. There's a feeling that comes with it. Anxiety might be the wrong word. It's a there's rush. A, there's a there's a feeling, right? Yeah. That's the yeah. that's probably the, whether it's rush, anxiety, whatever. There's a feeling that comes with with that. I never liked that feeling. Mm-hmm. I never liked anything that I bet on. I don't, if I'm betting push-ups with friends on a putt, man, I don't like that grit yeah. that happens inside of me. Yeah. 
but I've always loved the feeling and or anxiety that comes with being in front of people. Like that's one I've always heard that's one of people's biggest fears is standing up in front of people and having people look at it. Public speaking. And I assume it's just a chemical thing in my body. I enjoy the rush or maybe something that happened to me when I was a kid that I enjoy the rush that comes with being in front of people, but I don't like the feeling that comes with that's no different than what we talked about earlier about how people are the different, different taste, taste buds, buds and, and Yanni and Laurel and all like, that. Stuff. I feel like if someone said, you know, you've got one shot left here, and if you don't make this basket, you're gonna something bad's gonna happen. I like that feeling. Like I want the pressure on me to have to be able to do something. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like the rush of gambling. You know, it's like if you lose, you're out money. If you win, you make a lot of money. So you better make the right call, type of thing. So. Teach, teach their own. I hate That's slot machines. Like I never go and sit down in the slot machine, but I love sports gambling because I feel like I have some sort of. You control. do have some say. I mean, not in the, not in the ultimate outcome of the game. You don't, but you but can. You can do game. analysis. It's, it's not the game before. of chance that pulling a slot machine is. Correct. Right? Yeah, or you can find a piece of inside information that helps you. Or I on just a sports bet. Yeah, you have a formula, and you they're like we were talking about. Yes, you have a baseline, and you just go with it. And then, but like with the slot machine, I it could be rigged. It is rigged. Mark, I tell you this, dude. There's two places my friends all know I'm the worst worst person to take. One is a, a, a strip joint, and the other one is a casino. Are you awkward guy at the strip joint? Dude, I am, I am like, I feel horrible at those places. Do you I feel really bad do. for the girls? I feel horrible for them. Yeah. I don't feel bad. Like, I'm constantly wondering what happened in their lives that led them to this point. And I want to have that conversation with my friends. And yeah. they're like, shut up. I'm looking at tits. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 I'm, man. Don't I'm you with wonder? You. I'm with you on this one. It's like, I feel bad because you see the total losers down in Sniffers Row. And you're like, and these, these guys are just girls. And they have to sit on their laps and act just, like they like them. Like, these girls were top 5% hottest girls in their, in their high school. No yeah. matter where they went to school. If they're from Iowa, they were gorgeous girls in high school. And somewhere along the way, this happened now and i know there's the occasionally that story of well i was a doctor trying to pay my bills and i found yeah, 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 I did it for whatever yeah. we all know most of them are screwed up somewhere along yeah, the way that's very true that's and very i true. do the same thing at casinos like we had every year we do the east high golf classic we have our big banquet at prairie meadows and we get done with the banquet my buddies are always like all right let's go upstairs and play some blackjack and slots and i'm always like yeah let's do it yeah. and i walk in the door and I'm like, oh, these poor people. Why is that guy <laughs> you know, on oxygen here, so, pulling slots? Like, so what's he doing here? You guys, Why? You, you guys know me. I'm, I'm pretty honest about this. So I've not been inside a strip club in I'm probably, probably seven or eight years. I was out drinking with some guys. I want to have the good idea. Let's go to the strip club. And it was somewhere down in Des Moines, kind of on the north side of Des Moines. I have no idea what strip club it was. Did it have tears? I have no idea. Nah, it, it, one, it, it, one, it, 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 it didn't seem like that, but it was. You're at the you t- talk, talk about uncomfortable. Talk about uncomfortable, though. Yeah. Right. And again, I've gone to Vegas now five straight years. Haven't gone to any of those out there, so it's just it's not really my thing. But uh, it's uncomfortable enough for the girls. You walk in there, right? The one that I went into seven or eight years ago. We go in there, and you know, decent sized crowd, but they've got probably I don't know six, seven, eight TVs like high up on the walls. And all of them are playing hardcore pornography. Oh, my God. So imagine, like, telling your buddies. Jeez. Tell, watching your, your – hey, uh, Ross, Chris, uh, you guys want to come over Saturday night? I'm just going to have some porn on the TV. And <laughs> yeah, right. we, can, we can sit around and watch it. Like, 
that's what it is. You're in a room with guys, and yeah, there happens to be people stripping, but there's also hardcore I do it. I just, born on the TVs at the exact same time. My friends all know it. Last year, last year at the casino, they made fun of me. Like we walked in, and they were all like waiting for it. They're like, Ross, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. And I was three steps in. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. They're like, get out of here. You've ruined this, man. Yeah. You've ruined this for everybody. Just leave and we'll call you later. Yeah. Maybe. I, you and I would say we'd be uncomfortable together okay. in there. So, all right, guys, here we go. You each get five. Oh, this is your favorite part of the day, Chris. It's trivia. We're going to see who knows more capitals. You each get five. This is going to suck. All right, ready? We'll start with Ross. All right. And obviously, I get to give you ones that I think. If he, like, doesn't know it, can I... Can I jump in? Um, Des Moines, Iowa. Sure. Okay. Sure. All right. Um, Ross, I'm going to go ahead and give you Connecticut. Uh, boy, lost. Don't know already. Um, Chris, chance to steal. I don't really know for sure. Is it, is it stores? Nope. Hartford. Hartford. Oh, Damn I should it. have been the guess. I mean, it's Damn Hartford. It. Ross is 0 for 1. All right. Chris's turn. Uh, we're going to go right up the road to Delaware. <laughs> uh, got this one. You got this one? Yeah. Chris, uh, Chris's chance. He gets to go first. Uh, He's going to kick himself. Yeah. Uh, Can I give him a hint? No. Is it Dover? Hey! <laughs> it is Dover. <laughs> he pulled it Dover, out of nowhere. Dover down Speedway. Good job. All right. Man. One, one nothing. That was a <laughs> One nothing, I mean, Williams. I mean, you gave him enough time. Uh, oh, stop it. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go with. Uh, we're gonna stick in the Northeast, Ross. Oh god, this is bad news, man. I'm we're old. gonna go with the state of Maine. Now, this is a tough one. I know. Banger. One. No. Oh, that's what I would have guessed. Um, Chance to steal, Williams. Um, shoot. It is not shoot Maine. No, that would be wrong. Um. Uh, tell me. Why, is there a pissed. man? Is it Manchester? No. no. It is Augusta. Augusta. Ah, damn it. Augusta, Maine. At Augusta. All right. It is uh, oh, Chris's two. turn. My gosh. Chris's turn with a one nothing lead. Um, we're going to go with. Uh, we're going to go with Michigan. Ooh. Michigan to Chris Williams, Ooh. ladies and gentlemen. This is a tricky one. This is a tough one. Because you would just. Anybody would just think Detroit. It's, it's always hard, hard when it's the biggest city. It's, like yeah. that's a tricky one. It's not. It's not yeah, I know. It's I know. It's. Detroit. I know. It's not Detroit. That's the Motor City. Is not it the capital? Lansing. City. It is Lansing. The two nothing lead Good for job. Chris Williams. Good job. Consider me stunned. All right. I almost said it's not East Ross. Lansing. You better. Just you better get going. Okay. All right. Here we go. We're going to move out west for you. The I Northeast do, I do is wanna, not your thing. I do want to point out that I knew both of Chris's. Well, how about you say them into the microphone this time? If you know them, say them. I didn't know yours, so. Oh. All right, here, here we go. Ready? Okay. Yep. Montana. Billings? Wrong. Oh, for three, Williams. Another chance to steal. Um, Billings is also the largest city. I would have guessed Billings. Montana. Can you name another city? Do you in have Montana? a guess, Chris Williams? I don't. I don't know. That's Helena. Helena? It is. Good it's job. Hel- Helena. Good job. Helena. It's yeah. Helena? I wouldn't have known what any of that. I would have probably said Hold that at the last second. Good job out of you. All right, Ross. Because you're struggling so mightily here. It's, it's horrible. Why don't you give me a region, and then I'll pull a state from that region that you feel real good about. Just, other, other than the, go, mid, other than the yeah, Midwest. The Midwest. Uh, Des Moines. Other than Iowa. the Midwest. Tough one. Give Madison, me, Wisconsin. Give me any other region. How about just do, uh, do the uh, southeast? Uh, Why not? Southeast. Okay. Sure. We will go... 
Southeast, we are going to do, uh, I think this one's easy, North Carolina. Um, It's not Charlotte. I'm just going to help you. It's not Charlotte. I am absolutely, I am absolutely mind-blanking this, man. I, and I play this game with my son all the time, and we just did North Carolina. Is it Durham? It is not Durham. Raleigh. Oh, Raleigh. Raleigh, yeah. he gets it yeah. again. Yeah. Williams on fire. All right, Williams, would you like a region? Pick a region. No, just give me one. All right, we'll go. Uh, we'll stick out in the, uh, the the northwest where you pulled Helen out of your butt. That was good. We're going to go with Wyoming this time. That is, um, oh, shoot, I actually know this one. Um, Wyoming. Laramie? It is not. Ross with a chance to steal. Really? I thought that I was pretty confident there. Hmm. Man, another one. I have no idea. Don't have a guess. It is Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Uh, I can still make Cheyenne. It's one of your George Strait yep, songs. Yep, it is. What, uh, right. How about, uh, Chris, how about Oregon? Um, Oregon is, it's not Portland. Nope. nope. It's not. I know this one. I'll give you guys. I told you to watch. I told you to watch. guys a couple more. How about this? I told you to watch a documentary about this town is named after something very significant. The biggest thing in Oregon. I don't think this is going to Nike, Olympia. No, you're wrong. It's not Olympia. Olympia is Washington. Oh, what were we, we were in Oregon. Yeah, Olympia is Washington. Uh, yeah, they, I was thinking Washington. Olympia is Washington. You are correct. It is Salem. Salem is Salem. Oregon. Yeah. Oregon. All right, a couple I more. Those. Couple Salem more. Witch Project is that what you? No, were no, because Salem Witch Project was in the East. Ross, I was in that play one. Ross, give me, give me. Uh, I was one of the good doctors. Give me Pennsylvania, and it's not Pittsburgh. And it's not and Hershey. It is not Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, sh- and it really should be Philadelphia. Scranton. No. Is it Erie? No. No. Do you know what, Nick? What is it? Do you find these capitals actually quite harder than they should be? Yeah, they're like, 100%. Why, why are they where yeah. they are? But it's, it's Harrisburg. Actually, Nick gets Harrisburg right. How about, okay, we'll go in our region. How it's about, actually a lot like, though, where, like, college towns yeah. are located because you would think I bet you guys these would giant universities list, would be though. in these bigger cities, but they're all – I would. If I'm, like, if I'm like, where's North Carolina? Like, where the North Carolina Tar Heels play? Be Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill. Yeah. Like, where does Duke play? Durham. Durham. I think you'd be able to name a lot of those. Like, where's Missouri play? Columbia. That's the capital. Yeah. No, Jeff City's the capital. Oklahoma State. Speaking Where of that, play? Missouri just got Still three water. years probation. I mean, I you should look into this. It's right in your wheelhouse. They right. had a North Carolina academic type <laughs> issue. Baseball and softball postseason bans, football postseason ban. They just wow. got they just got nailed. All right, two, yeah, North Carolina had a slap in the wrist. Two more for both of you, or one more for both of you. Uh, Ross, I'm going to give you. Oh, we'll stick in the Midwest, North Dakota. I've been there enough. I should know that. Uh, is it uh, Sioux Falls? It is not. Sioux Falls is South Dakota. I don't even know. Williams, do you know? Do you have it a guess? Fargo. It is Bismarck. Bismarck. And then uh, one more. Uh, capital of New Jersey. Newark. Trenton? Trenton. Yeah. Well, I think it's fair to say that uh, Williams kill- killed you. Yeah, he, he smoked he, me he, on he that. He flat out kicked your ass. And I'll be honest, I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised Why? Because I've seen you play Size House of Trivia, Ross, and I've seen Williams play. Yeah, yeah but the Size House of Trivia is just so, like, it's not stuff that I'm – I like geography. I like, you know – 
facts. Like, I don't sit around and watch TV shows and movies. Yeah, but I remember what, one year we had a category all about dogs, and you weren't firing there, and your wife's a vet. So that should be your thing. I know what I like. I like golden retrievers. This right, is, right in now, Mark, this is one of those things. But my I wife's used a to vet. Know these. Does she know anything about football? No. I used to know these. I used, This used to be something that I would absolutely nail up and down. Is it? Are you blaming age? Is that what you just don't care anymore? I, you know, it's a lot. I think this is what I my your interest <laughs> change. Yeah, he's pointing to the beer. The in, your interest change so much over time. I used to be able to do this with World Series. You could name a year, and I'd have a pretty good idea of who the best team in Major League Baseball was at that time. That's all gone, dude. It's all gone from my brain. I'll now. give you an easy one. Nineteen eighty-seven. That was the year that the. It was two no, years it, after the Cardinals the, Royals. Yeah, but 87 would have been the Twins Cardinals. No. Yeah. I was, I was, was thinking the Twins Cardinals. Twins Braves was 90 91. One. Another right. easy one to remember should be is the 1986 World Series. because That was Royals. Was not. 86 was what? Very famous World Series. Very famous defensive gaffe in that World Series. I thought 86 was Red Sox. Uh, Red Sox Mets. Red Sox Mets. Yeah. It's all gone. I'm telling you, man. 86. Yeah. 85 was Royals Red, Was Royals Cardinals. Yeah, it was. It's all gone. Just where did it go? I don't know. <laughs> I don't 84 know. was Tigers Padres. 84 was Tigers Padres, yeah. I used to be able to name from my birth to the present. I could do it from like the – it was incredible, but, yeah. but it's all gone. Like, here, here's not an easy one, but – uh, easy in the sense it's back to back. Ninety two, ninety three. Blue won? Jays. Blue Jays. Yeah, kind of an oddity, right? Ninety four. Uh, well, Phillies. You should know this one. Another one that should be very obvious. Was that? That's not the Joe Carter. Braves Yankees. Mm-mm. No, ninety. That was ninety six. Because it was Braves Indians ninety five. Yeah. Have what was ninety four? None. Oh, duh. Oh, the strike. Yeah, yeah, 92, 93 was the, was the Blue Jays back-to-back. The, the strike. Nothing in 94. Okay. Yeah. See, it's How all... pissed are you if you're a Blue Jays fan? Chris should know this one, by Go the way. The 1995. Means... That should be an easy one Braves for you. Braves, Braves. Yep. Cause yeah. it's Braves. Braves, because it's the only one. It's the only, the only world championship any of my teams. Well, I don't really count the Jordan era because that was just too easy. I don't really take – I jumped in on the bandwagon there, so I, I don't – being yeah. a being a Vikings fan, I, I, I don't like – being the bandwagon guy. It's one of the biggest misses in sports history, by the way, how dominant the Braves were and they got one. Yeah. See, if you want to give me a trivia that I'm – like, ask me about documentaries. Then I, I'll kill Here you. Here we go. I'll, I just I'd, I'd smoke. Did you, did you uh, see – Netflix did you, documentary? Did you, last week you missed it. Last week we went out on this fire Festival thing. Did you see yeah, that I've one? Seen, oh, yeah, I've seen all of them, yeah. Are you willing to take one for the team if the radio station oh, asked you to? Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> how horrible was that? That is oh. – like that to me, There, there is a documentary that's called uh, Dear Zachary that has a moment that is more – Shocking than, than that. that one. Yeah, where you you have to rewind it and watch it, and it's a lot more appalling and it's a lot more disturbing. This one is just gross. Uh, the guy, I honestly thought until the moment that he admits what he did, I honestly thought it was going the other direction. You guys talked about it last yeah. week. Okay, yeah. so basically the guy is told that there is a carton of Evian hung up at the at at customs, and he's got to go give another guy a blowjob to clear the $150,000 cost to get him some yeah. Evian. And, he, and, the, and in it, the order of the story, he says, I was told I needed to go do this. I showered, 
and I used mouthwash. And I honestly thought he was going to finish that sentence by saying, because I yeah. felt so dirty. I thought the same. Yeah, yeah. I th- my friend thought this so little of me that I felt so dirty. Yeah. No, the next line out of his mouth is, and then I drove across the island to give the guy I was a ready. I, I, was, I was prepared like, to do what it. the hell? Because I was fearing failure of the festival that badly. Dude, he knew. This, think about it. Like the, He knew that festival wasn't happening. Hey, you guys and he want, was willing to go but here's, give a here's, dude a knob. Here's, here's my takeaway, and I uh, think that guy's had memes made of him since then. And I'm not oh, sure, yeah. Barstool's been having a hell I'm of a time. Sh- I'm, not sure what his, I'm not sure what his current job is. Maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. But as an employer... A lot of people are like, I want that guy on my team. He's willing to go to some great lengths to help the company. So uh, he'd be a good one to have around the office. Not that you'd want him to do that. But uh, Listen, dude, I'm a team player. <laughs> yeah. Okay? I'm a guy that You're I, draw the I'm, line I'm an there. altruistic guy. Spoken if it's better, like a true Christian over here. If it's here. better for the team <laughs> and it uh, at, at, at some personal uh, pain, I can understand it. That That is way beyond that's Anything. where you're drawing the line. Oh, dude, there's a, the line's way before that. I mean, it does. It, it, <laughs> it's not. We're not. You're nowhere near the line right now. When is you're this, talking is about the that. story a, at least a little more palatable for you because he was a homosexual? I mean, it's, they weren't asking a straight guy to go do this. I, I, you know, the fact that the guy was willing to do it, I think, is what makes the yeah. story more palatable. If that's what we're looking for, it doesn't make it any more disgusting that the guy's friend was willing to 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 whore him out like that. Yeah. Um, the fact that the guy was willing to do it obviously means Billy knew him a lot better than I did. <laughs> you know, Billy knew him a lot better than I know any of my friends. Yeah. Because I can't think of a single dude that I would say, oh, oh, I know the guy that'll take care of this for you. <laughs> the interesting part of the story was, was this requested of this guy? Because he went across the island and didn't have to do it. That, that's how right. the story wraps up. Right. He didn't have to do Allegedly, it. Allegedly, by the way. So, like, maybe this was Billy's I, idea. Like, to like, oh, this will this will work. Allegedly, he didn't have to do it. Okay. Ross is not sold on the truth on this one. Um, yeah, did, did nobody else thought that? Nobody else thought that was a little bit weird? No, well, he went that far. If he's telling the story like I was prepared to do it, saying, like, you've already busted yourself at that point. I prepared to do it. I drove over there to do it, but I didn't a- actually have to do it. Would, it have, would you have looked on him as being a worse human being if he said, and I did it? No, but maybe he did it to protect the other guy. Yeah, maybe. It reminds me of the. Famous. I didn't. I, I, that's funny. That and and Chris knows this man. I do. I see the world a lot differently than most people. That was one of those things that, as soon as it came out of his mouth, I went bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you totally went down on that dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> I totally want to play the clip this, from Horrible Bosses dude, too. Right this now, this is fun. Go. I was doing this last night. Go to Jaw Rules Twitter feed. Yes, I and did this a couple weeks ago. Anything first... he posts, like everybody's just <laughs> killing the guy. It's hilarious. <laughs> He, uh, it's just everything's about being a fraud and oh, jaw. All right, I, boys, I gotta get to a meeting. Get out of here. Um, we gotta you? we gotta plug Ryan Grove real real fast. Oh, okay. So Ryan Grove helps you in Ames. Help you with good restaurants. What a plug. Help, no, he can help you with good restaurants. <laughs> he can tell you where Hickory Park is. And he's he a hell of a guy. Hell of a guy. He can uh, he can absolutely help you buy or sell houses. And uh, the weather sucks outside, but I sold one this morning, so I know. Oh, you did. I know that uh, real estate's moving. Uh, it's also moving up in Ames. It's always moving up in Ames. So if you need someone to help you buy or sell up in Ames, Ryan Grove at Hunziker is the man, the Iowa State man, the real estate man, and I keep saying he's going to be on here someday, and I think he actually will. Uh, he's R- teasing us, Ryan. He's like that guy from Fire Festival, Ryan. <laughs> Billy. Oh, yeah. Billy. Yeah. Call Ryan. He's a good dude. Thanks for listening. Hopefully we're back next week. What do you mean hopefully? We'll be back. Okay, we'll be back.